Hey, the hockey season's starting this weekend, and who else to talk about the Spartan Hockey Program with than Jeremy Dewar of Mun Musings? That's right, full hockey episode. Let's go. Our Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Family, friends, the wonderful listeners and viewers of Lockdown Spartans, how on earth are you all doing on this fantastic Tuesday or Monday if you're watching on YouTube? That's right. Hey, you know what? If you're looking for some football talk, you're going to have to wait till tomorrow because we've heard the begs. We've heard the cries. We have heard the requests from you that, hey, let's start talking more hockey. And hey, with uh, Michigan State kicking off their season this Friday against Bowling Green, well, let's do just that. Let's talk hockey with the man who knows this Spartan program inside and out, Jeremy Dewar of Mun Musings. Jerry Bear, how on earth are you doing, man? We doing okay? Oh, doing wonderful, man. Doing wonderful. It's uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful week to get some hockey started and have a little bit more to distract us from football, right? Like, it's not, yeah. not a bad time to have some distractions. Basketball's right around the corner, too. Like, good time. Good time's coming. Yeah. So, hey, what better to, you know, distract us than a hockey program that is is buzzing. You know, it is very exciting. Uh, and we're going to get to it all. Look, we're going to do like a wide program overview right off the top. And then we'll get more specifically into this season. And then third segment, I don't, we're going to find out where that goes. Uh, probably somewhere fun, though. But, yeah, like, look, this is really a program that has gotten a lot of requests from listeners and viewers. And, look, from people that are super-duper into it, all the X's and no's like you – and also, like, people that are complete casuals and all they know about hockey is that it's played with six skaters on the ice and a black puck. Like, that's, that's pretty much all I know. But, uh, hey, we're going to try to find a medium here, something for all yeah. the listeners here, people that want to know more about the program like myself and people that already know everything about it like you. But yeah, let's start it with the broadest question. I'm going to hit you with the hardest question, and this is inspired from Hard Knocks. That's right, the HBO series. The last oh, question they asked in the entire season, they asked all the players, they asked Dan Campbell at the end, the Detroit Lions is blank. So, Jeremy, take all the time you need on this one. The Michigan State hockey program in the year of our Lord 2022 <laughs> is blank, buzzing. Jeremy. They're buzzing. Buzzing, buzzing right now. I, you know, it's it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like um, – so, I, I agree. I love – when I talk hockey with people, I love to try and get it to the sport that they know, right, or the team they follow. Like, right now – yeah. I'd say MSU hockey right now, without the two and five season before them, like a COVID weird season, it's it's the Mel Tucker recruiting of like that second year, right? Like, okay. It's like, oh wow, we got a four star from like Cast Tech, like that happens now. We can do that, right? And that's like <laughs> gotcha. MSU going out and getting three NTDP kids right away, right? Which uh, to to clarify the acronym, like getting three kids from the national team development program to commit here um in the first august that he can get them so it's uh it's kind of like that mel tucker year of uh of the recruiting run but he hasn't played a game yet so it's i've never it's the weirdest thing like there's so much buzz around this program and i don't think anyone i mean people will care if uh they lose a lot of games this year but honestly i don't even know if people will care that they don't answer right away because everyone knows this is a big rebuild Mm -hmm. um but man yeah they're buzzing like they're everywhere and i I work in the field. I work with advising kids, and it's amazing to me. Like, kids all of a sudden talk to me, like, "Hey, what's MSU doing?" You're like, do you know the coach there? Like, they, and they would never ask before. So, wow. 
See, there we go. And like, that is a fascinating word to use buzzing because look, just like you said, it's a big rebuild. And I don't think a lot of people know how big of a rebuild this quite is. I mean, of the last seven seasons, Michigan State finished dead last in the Big Ten in six of those years. And well, that other year, second to last in the Big Ten. But hey, look, with that said, you know, if, if you could help me compare it to another sport too, because hey, my brain only works in football and basketball, but yeah. Is the climb to the top of the Big Ten, is that like as steep as like, okay, Mel Tucker taking over and wants to reach what Ohio State football is? Or in Big Ten hockey, is it a little more close together where maybe the steps to get to the top aren't as drastic as what it would be for like a football program, for example? Yeah, I'd say it's kind of a middle ground. Like, I don't think there's an Ohio State program here. Like, there's – like, each year, hockey's so cyclical. Like, I mean, you could – Okay. It's – it's a different thing where you have to have the perfect mix of some 18 and 19 year old, like super freshmen who actually get to come to your team as 18 and 19 year olds mixed with that, like 24 year old senior who didn't even get to college. So he's 21 and just has to come together. Right. Or you could be a super talented team. Like we've seen Michigan be or Minnesota be where it's full of NHL draft picks and they still aren't dominating. They're not winning the national title. They're not even mm-hmm. dominating regular season play in the big 10, you know, run up. So I don't think there's quite an Ohio State um, within this conference, but what I would say there isn't is it's more like there's three or four Michigan and Penn State football programs, right? Like it's it's not just the Ohio State you can climb right to second place. Like right behind Minnesota is Michigan, and right behind Michigan is a really talented Penn State, and right behind them is a really consistent Notre Dame. So it's uh, it's one of those where like every night you got to be on, like. It's, sure. it's good in a way because you can be the bottom team in the Big Ten and not be bad, but not okay. the case of Michigan State the last few years, that's for sure. But um, Shoot. <laughs> at the same time, like you you can't just like skyrocket to second or third. Like You're going to fight through a lot of teams that are doing – as happy as we are about the MSU recruiting, like Minnesota also grabbed three kids off the NTDP this year, right? And they've been doing it for years. So it's, uh, it's one of those where you just got to put it all together and it's going to be up and down. Um, it's not going to be a consistent climb, which I guess we're seeing in football a little bit this year, right? Like we hit on yeah. it last year and everything went our way. And now this year it's a, you're struggling back to rebuild again and be consistent. So we're kind of a mix of the two, I would say it's, it's going to take some time, but it's uh, once you get into that circle, like you can probably hang there for a while. <laughs> Yeah. And like, it's nice that we can use the word buzzing despite the fact that, yeah, it has been, I don't know, like I'll, I'll call it the basement. Maybe that's not correct. I mean, maybe oh, no, I'm just too much of a casual. It's, okay. It's correct. I think like, all right, I'm vindicated. Even, to go, there we go. even <laughs> to go beyond your stat, right? Like, I mean, even, even the year that you finished second in the big 10, cause Jake Hildebrand plays his brains out. Sure. This team has still, this team has still never won a single big 10 playoff game. Like, Granted, that year they finished finished second, it was still a single elimination tournament. So you get one night, you get caught off guard, and your goalie's not quite there, and you lose. But, I mean, now we're to best of three series. They've never once even pushed to a game three. Like, this team, the next win they have in the Big Ten playoffs will be the program's first. So Man. It's it's the seller. (laughs) It's the basement seller. It's uh, it's, – and the thing that's different is like when Wisconsin has been bad, they've still been full of NHL draft picks. They just haven't put it gotcha. together. Like MSU has been bad and expected to be bad. <laughs> like this is this is a totally different thing that we're looking at. So 
Yeah. But even with that said, like, that there is some optimism around the program. Like, you know, and so there are two things going on, obviously. Hey, Adam Nightingale, you know, he takes over and he's just doing fantastic work. Right. And then second off, okay, well, the Mun renovations have taken place and are actually like now for the most part completed, I I believe. Yeah. So with that said, between the two, which is having a bigger impact on the optimism so far? Is it the man himself in Adam Nightingale or is it the fact that, okay, Mun and the facilities are actually being brought up to speed nationally? If you had to choose between the two. That's, that's a tough question, but I think to be honest, I'm, I'm shocked by how much it's the facilities like that turned out better than I ever thought it was going to Um, like the project coming together. uh, I mean, it timed up perfect to also have a new coach to sell it. Right. Like I think Dan Cole getting that this summer, it would go a little bit different. Like he'd have a great facility to sell, but it's, he had no energy by the end, but man, like the facility they have now, like there's, it's a top five. You went from probably the bottom of, for sure the bottom of the league and uh-huh. college hockey gets a lot of small schools. So it still wasn't like the bottom of the country by any means, but you went from the bottom of the league to like, this is a top five facility in the country now. Like there's interesting. Okay. There's no reason like you should, if you take an official visit, you shouldn't walk out and say like, yeah, it was good. But the arena we went to last week had this and state didn't like, there's nothing they don't have. Like, and, and most programs are not going to match it. I mean, yeah. Um, you're talking the facilities that football and basketball have had are now at hockey, like your own training room, your own tub, your own everything. Like it's amazing what they've done. They've completely transformed that place. Man. See, I'm looking, I'm already fired up. I'm even more fired up than I already was. And like, look, I, I knew there was optimism and Hey, a large part of that is because I see you on Twitter, you know, just, uh, yeah. Hey, we'll use the word for the 50th time, this segment buzzing about the program, <laughs> but like, heck yeah, man. So let's, take a step back away from the, the giant, what I call blimp look of the program. Let's get into this season specifically in the next segment. But Jeremy, I'm sorry. I, I just got to say goodbye to your lovely face for a hot second, because I got to talk to people's ear off about simply safe. That's right. Bet you weren't expecting to hear that from me because this is a new friend of the program. Simply safe gang. The numbers don't lie in the last decade. Over 4 million people have chosen simply safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. And it's simply safe. Hey, they do everything right. Your safety is the only thing that matters to Simply Safe. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home. They protect you with cutting edge security technologies powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. And here is why I love it. With that 24 7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every single room, window, and door, and high definition security cameras for inside and outside your home. Smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when the threat is real, and even hazard sensors that detect fires floods, and any other threats to your home. So what are you waiting for? Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on to learn more. There is no safe like Simply Safe. And there's also no person out there in the world of MSU hockey like Jeremy Dewar of Mun Musings. 
We're back, baby. Let's talk some more MSU hockey, but specifically this season. And I, I think, you know, you alluded to it pretty well in the first segment here is, uh, hey, how's MSU going to be this year? Can we hit the ground running and expect a top four finish in the Big Ten? I think I know what the answer is here, Jeremy. Is it going to take some time here? Or can we maybe uh, be on surprise alert for this, for this team coming up? Yeah, it's interesting, right? I think uh, everyone has loved the recruiting energy from Nightingale this summer. Mm-hmm. But I think, to be honest, like, he's not a he, – that's probably not going to be the mainstay for him. Like, he's a great X's and O's coach. So I'm kind of intrigued to see what he can do. We clearly know there's a talent deficit. Like, there is a talent deficit. We went out and we got – you know, some, some decent players through the grad transfer portal and through the transfer portal in general. Um, but I think that this year is going to be like, can he, in the word of the day in Spartan, like fandom, can he scheme something up, right? That, sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> that gets these guys more competitive. And I think like right away, just, just the new coach bump is going to get probably more competitive games. Like we shouldn't have a repeat of last year's final game where it's what five or six, nothing in the first period at Yost, you know, playing Michigan. I don't think that's going to happen this year. Um, okay. I, they're, they're on a conference schedule. that kind of intrigues me. Like they have a chance to really put a nice little run together before you really get into the conference season, um, you know, with Bowling Green this weekend and then kind of going from there, like they don't, they have, like, I think outside of the trip to Lowell, there's really nothing that I look at and go, oh, that's an automatic NCAA team. That's going to be a tough weekend. Like, they can put some wins together, and then you get into conference play with a little bit of confidence. So, um, the problem is going to be scoring. <laughs> okay. The, 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 the goal scoring they did, they added some pieces that I think are going to help. Like, but it's just one of those things where when it's been a problem for three or four years, I'm not going to believe that they fixed it until it's fixed. Right. Like, yeah. You can only put, guys in goal scoring positions so much in a sport like hockey like if they're not finishers they're not finishers it is what it is um so hard to scheme that up (laughs) hard to really do much there but but outside of that i mean two great goaltenders so continue to play the same same there that's always been a program strong suit and just hang in for some three two two one games hopefully and you get the bounces a couple couple right ways and kind of go from there I was going to say, all right, well, it sounds like we're taking the under in every single game that we have coming up. The uh, the goaltending sharp for the green and white, and, well, the goal scoring is a little bit of an issue. But, yeah, that kind of, you know, goes to right where my next question was going to be, is that, yeah, to, to start the season, okay, you got the Bowling Green matchup, you go to uh, UMass Lowell, and then Long Island University, and then, okay, Big Ten play starts at the end of the month. But in those first three weekends against non-conference opponents, like, what's something that you're hoping to see out of this team like what's going to give you a glimmer of hope is it just as simple as okay seeing guys finish around the net and you know complete those goal scoring opportunities or is it also something else too on top of that that you're really just crossing your fingers for that like all right guys we can do it come on yeah i mean i think goal scoring is the one uh for sure that's going to jump out i mean that that long island series like they need to just easily sweep that that shouldn't be close okay like i mean that's gotcha. a program that's a program that's only in its second year, third year of being a varsity program. And it's a long, long build up there. It's still an independent program. They're not even in a conference. Like you need to, you need to assert some, some of your big 10 dominance there. Like even under Dan Cole, that'd be a weekend where I say like, this needs to be a sweep and it needs to be easy. Um, gotcha. I think the other thing I'm looking for is just depth. Like last season, they really had one line that was going by the end of the year. Cause Mitchell Lewandowski was injured throughout that. It basically became the, yeah. It basically became the Tucker, 
the Tucker Davidson and uh, Middendorf show. And if that line didn't score, like it was a brutal night. So I, I just want to see some depth, like have some of these, even if it's a night that you lose, but you got a goal out of your third or fourth line. Like that's something that you can say, like, okay, there's, a, I see, I see the steps here. I see like something coming together where in a couple of years, that fourth line is better. Um, and we have scoring up and down the lineup, but even for right now, like, if they can lock down the first line, we can still score. You know, they, yeah, something yeah. we can answer it. I think that's going to be a big thing. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to see too, like, you know, and as you mentioned at the top, like the different people, like I know the people that just see six people in a puck, like they're not going to notice it, but I'm interested to see what the systems are different. Like what's the power play look like? Like what is, what are we set up in? What is, you know, what kind of uh, shape does it take? Penalty kill. What are we doing differently? Breakouts. What are we doing differently? Like I'm, I'm intrigued to see what system he puts together here. Um, and uh, we'll definitely share that and talk to people about that as well. Um, but yeah, that's for me, like for the nerd side of me, that's what I want to see what's different. Like, you know, right talent is talent disparity is talent disparity. But if you can, if you can find a way to get your guys in the best position to like do their strong suit, we can at least try and be competitive. Wow, putting players into their strong suits and playing to their strengths, uh, something that we've definitely seen from the football team this year. Well, no, 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 I'm going to be good. I said this is a hockey episode. I'm not going to oh, do man. this. Nope, nope. Okay, hey, here, here's a question for the casuals right here. Um, help us out. Like, let's say, hey, I'm, I'm at a get-together. We're talking Spartan hockey, and I want to feel like I somewhat belong. Who are, like, three of the top players I could just name drop and act like I know what I'm talking about? Like, who are going to be, like, the three – key players or if it's you know if it's not even three okay like who's the one or two guys or uh if you want to make it a Mount Rushmore call it four you know yeah. who, who are some names that us state fans should know for the season uh, I mean like if you want to talk about the transfers like I think mean, you want to say like hey like we I know we got some transfers in like the one the first one especially with today with uh, the news dropping on uh Friday last week uh, we have a new captain Miroslav Muka who okay is I mean, it's kind of a crazy story, right? He comes in as a grad transfer, and he's a captain right away. Um, put up nice. some pretty good offensive numbers at Lake State, playing for another MSU alum. So he's a good one. Like, he's from Slovakia. He's kind of got a fun story that I think is unique to college hockey or maybe some other sports like college soccer, right? Like, he's a Eastern European kid, comes mm-hmm. to the States to play junior hockey, ends up at Lake State. Um, and now he's with uh, – he's reuniting with Adam Nightingale, who was one of his coaches at – Shattuck St. Mary's high school. So it's kind of a cool, cool gotcha. storyline. Plus he's the captain and he's probably going to be one of the, one of the leading scorers on the team. So that's a name for sure. Um, the Krieger twins are still around. Uh, love them or hate them. <laughs> um, I, was just, I, I, I know those names. Oh, wow. They've been, they've been around since like 2011. <laughs> All right. Uh, nice. They, Look at that. Again, <laughs> interesting, interesting story again, right? Like, I mean, they, they put themselves in the portal before Dayton Cole was let go. Um, okay. They both both found their way back to the program uh, using their COVID year too, because they they were seniors last year, but decided to uh, use their gotcha. COVID year and come back. And um, again, like I said, love them or hate them, like they're either going to take four penalties on a night and just drive <laughs> you crazy, or they're going to be like the backbone of a good defensive night. So it's it's an interesting okay. kind of. Uh, Kind of I like them guys. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, I mean, <laughs> I like they that. have a rule. They have a rule. They're frustrating. It's, it's one of those things where they're frustrating because you you have so much in there, but you just got to control it. And we'll see if yeah. year, year five of the college experience is when they find their room. Right. <laughs> you know, I think the final one, like I said before, is Jesse Tucker for me. Like, that's just a personal favorite. Like, 
He won't have the mullet this year that was gorgeous last year because they can't have long hair as a team leader oh, this year. But, uh, shoot. But if we, but you know what? He'll just have to be stand out for his play instead of the beautiful, beautiful mullet, which which was awesome last year. And I, Tuck's, Tuck's one that I think is going to be fun. Like, you have Tucker. He was a fun freshman. You had Mel Tucker blow up last year. It's kind of fun to have Tuck coming across two sports. So it's nice. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's your four. Like, if you can go with those four, you can look like you know what's going on. And uh, all right. And yeah. I can do that. I, I can remember four names. There we go. We're not going to drop the mullet conversation, though. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to boomerang back to that one here in a hot yeah. second. But, Jeremy, I'm so sorry. i got to say goodbye to your face really quick uh, because it's time to hawk some built bars. That's right. I had one of the greatest days of my entire life earlier this week because at my doorstep, a package was dropped off. It was the red, white, and blue package of built bars. We're talking cookies and cream in the white wrapper. We are talking coconut, the blue wrapper, and then some nice, delicious raspberry in the red wrapper. Well, I don't want to be like over exaggerate or anything, but like physically, spiritually, mentally, I'm a better person when I have a built bar because they take care of everything. They take they take care of your taste buds, taste as good if not better, in my opinion, than a candy bar. It takes care of your body because they are loading you up with all sorts of protein, but keeping the sugar count low. We're talking like four grams of sugar for most of these built bars, just four grams of net carbs, and just 170 calories. This is what we're talking about. But hey, you know what? If you're like me, you don't like spending money a lot. They also take care of your wallet. So that's the third thing they take care of. Because when you go to built.com to smash in your order of built bars, you're going to use promo code LOCKDOWN15. That's going to save you 15% off of your order of the greatest protein bars in the nation. Say goodbye to your protein bars where, hey, you bite into it and it's like you're eating a two by four. No, this is delightful. It is amazing. And they care for your wallet because when you go to built.com, Promo code LOCKDOWN15. That's 15% off your order. One more time, built.com. Promo code LOCKDOWN15 for your built bars. All right, now uh, it, it, it's time for it's time for mullet talk. I was not hip to this. Is this a team rule that they can't have mullets, or is this an NCAA sanctioned rule going on here? Who do oh, I got to yell at? What? God, I wish I could blame the NCAA here, man. Oh, no. no it's, a, it's a new team rule. I'm interested to see if it sticks around. It kind of It kind of has the ring of a, like, New coach coming in, like let's yeah. let's have a little, let's have a little uh, buy-in where like we find something that all you know we gotta look a certain way. Then again, Anna, Nightingale comes from like the uh, you know a little bit of the old school, maybe like playing under sure. Conway, you know, knew who Ron Mason was growing up. So maybe there's a little bit to it, but we'll we'll see. I don't, I mean, you can't. I don't want to see how strict this is. Can I just have a little bit, like the little duck bill coming out the back of sure. the helmet? Is that okay? Like, yeah, a little, little flip. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, you got to have a little flip. But uh, yeah, I was sad to hear that Tuck uh, Tuck was keeping the haircut, and uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I hope that's a rule that changes, like once he gets the program kind of all bought in. So. Or no, hold on. I see the Nightingale vision. He's taking this away. So like when they start the season, like. Four and nine or something like that. That's what they rally against. He's just say, you know what? We just need to play with some swagger. Mullets are back on. Everyone can grow their hair out. So, like, that'll be the rally. He's building adversity just to take it away, just so his team is starting to feel themselves when they get into, like, January. I think I just – I like, I like I that thought. Not. You know, I'm yeah. also wondering, like, maybe he just goes sideways on us, and it's like he doesn't – like, the team's kept it secret, and mullets are away, but the lip – Mustache is coming, baby. Mustaches, maybe? Like Oh yeah. Gotta, Go from the party the in the back to oh yeah. I don't know that sucks. at all. It sucks because they gotta wear the full cage in college, so we don't get to fully enjoy all that it is. But That's true. uh maybe That's true. maybe we see some fun fun mustaches this year and, and go that okay. way. Okay. 
I could deal with that. Yeah, and just, like, you know, have the helmets loose, so, like, even the slightest contact, your helmet pops yeah. off, and, like, oh, there okay. it is for the world to see. Just this one. Yeah, okay, so... We're we're building on something here. We're we're getting going here. And well, you know, and speaking of building, there's no good transition to this, but I'm gonna try my best. Speaking of building, the Mun uh renovations here. Okay, they have done everything. Like there's a shooting room, there's a, an upgraded film room, enhanced locker room, upgraded weight room, all that fun stuff. In, in your opinion, what's the most important renovation in Mun that they've made that's really gonna wow not not just the current players, but also recruits as well? Um Honestly, it's probably the weight room. To be honest, uh, the way—I mean, not that the weight—I mean, the weight room looks great, looks fantastic. But I think the biggest, the biggest thing that's going to give it a, a leg up above other programs outside of the Big Ten, mostly, um, but also just shows that the program cares. Is like you can do a team lift in your facility now. Um, nice. The old weight room they had was maybe like. The old weight room they had basically was a warm-up weight room. Like you could use it if you had to do like a cool down on the bike after a game or you gotcha. want to get a little lift in after, but there, it was not big enough for a team lift. So team lifts were all at the Duffy Doherty, which is a great facility. That's that's not knocking that facility, but I think there's a little bit of it's kind of hard to feel like the school cares about the program when you go to play a road game at Minnesota and they have their own weight room and you go to Penn State and they have their own weight room in their facility. And you have to use the, well, if football is not using it and basketball is not using it, we can come in and get our lift in, right? Um, so I think that's going to be number one. And it's going to be one that, like, again, I think in the Big Ten, every program basically at this point has a weight room in their in their actual ice arena. But outside of the Big Ten, that is not common. So when you go up against some of the programs on the East Coast that are smaller schools, like, you can tell them, like, hey, this is something that we have that you're not going to get. And if you want to get to the NHL and, like, that's what Nightingale says. Is like, I don't care if you're the fourth line guy. I want you to want to get to the NHL. Who cares if it's unrealistic? But I want you to play. Like, yeah. That's the goal. Um, like that's the stuff that NHL locker rooms have. So now you can feel like you're starting early on it. So that's gonna be number one for me. That weight room is, it's nice, and it's a part of the whole facelift of the whole arena. You can walk. I don't know if you've gone on, walked by Mun since it's been there, but you can walk by the no. weight room. It's the the outdoor. Gotcha. Like all that glass there one of it is the weight room so you can walk by oh. and see the guys like it's it, it's part of the facelift too so it's it's a nice part i think for uh for the whole renovation and like one other re renovation question that i had and this is a, a video posted on msu's twitter uh msu hockey twitter's account last week and you know it, it's alan haller talking about it it's it's adam nightingale talking about it adam nightingale was talking a lot about the film room and how great it's going to be to have this did MSU hockey not have a film room before the center? Like, how how bad were things really at, at Mud? So they had a film room, uh, but it was kind of it was kind of a it was kind of a shared space, right? So it was a okay. film room of like player lounge area slash film room. Um, gotcha. And then they had like the study area for guys like that would be doing their homework, and you can maybe do some film there. But the problem in the old space was the coaches. The coaches' offices, you could do film space, and there was no common area of film. So, like, it was fine, like, to do, like, a one-on-one -on -one of, like, here's your shifts. We're going to go over your shifts. Mm -hmm. Like, well, this is what we got to work on. If you wanted to do a full-on team film room, like, it was kind of the player's lounge. So, it's, like, it's got one it. of those where, like, they say, like, don't study in your dorm room, right? Like, study sure. where you should study, and your dorm room is where you can live. Like, 
it's kind of hard to say, hey, this is where you can relax and this is your player's lounge, but also this is where we yell at you about film, right? Like it's right. your mind doesn't really work that way. So they now do have a dedicated like actual theater space film room, um, which that's unique. And I think they've just also upgraded for the coaches. Like the coaches have like a, a film lounge too where they can watch film together and not be crammed into somebody's office where you're turning the monitor, right? It's just, it just seems like a better fit. Um, just stuff that old man when they made the coaches offices you didn't think about right because you didn't have you didn't have film on an ipad 20 seconds after the period was over and need to throw it up on a monitor it was you know you waited till tuesday when the the, the vhs that you roll in i guess right so it's it's yeah it was outdated it wasn't it was trying to retrofit an old building and now that they were able to just wipe it out that's a much better space Gotcha. And you know what? Let's ask the most important question here for Michigan State's uh, rebuild in the hockey program here. How do we get you hired on the staff here? Is, <laughs> is, is it a social media blitz? Do, do I need to spend next week's tailgate with, with my face pressed up against the glass like that, just banging on the door asking, Ooh. hey, Adam, Adam, I got a guy for – or uh, like, do I need to like cut out magazine letters and send them in a letter? Like, how, 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 how deep into oh, it man. do we need to get to get you on the staff here? Um, let's get down to brass tacks know. here. Jeremy yeah yeah social media uh, the uh, the official account doesn't follow me they did back in the day but maybe I said too many mean things about Anastas at the time we could so, all change uh, people come on we could all uh, change man. as humans come um on. yeah yeah I don't know like I I mean I've I, I've done even some legwork man I've told the assistant coaches like I so here's the real the real talk behind it is that the NCAA has uh talked about some rules changes to okay. where hockey could become a little bit more like football where you have uh, more of the like analyst and like recruiting positions. Cause right now in hockey, you're only allowed a head coach, two assistant coaches, and then everything else is kind of volunteer or like GA positions to yeah. which you mainly fill those with NHL guys. Cause they're okay to volunteer their time and they have the money. Right. So um, yeah. So if we see an NCAA rule change come in, that's kind of been my angle. I've even talked to the assistant coaches like, Hey man, when the, if there's a rule change, like, Keep me in mind because I'm. I'd love to love to be a part of the program, and uh, yeah, I think I think my work in the uh, the advising and recruiting that I do at my job is puts me uh, there. But I think social media—that's the move, right? I'm a social okay. media guy. We'll you start know, from you, here. You you know you run this show. You you grown like a great show here. Like you know how social media can be. So sure, that's, I think that's the move because. Unfortunately, Adam's not on social media, but that's probably a good thing. I don't need my future boss on social media seeing the social media campaign, right? So, yeah, okay. Uh, we'll play it. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's, he's okay. in the Tom Izzo mold in that way, but um, okay, we'll, uh, okay. Yeah, I think social media is the move, but okay, I would never say so, that you can't. I would never say that you can't be outside the weight room, but I don't think they're going to be there next Saturday. So, don't mm. do it next Saturday. They're going to be in Bowling Green, so. <laughs> Oh yeah, we just talked about that. That's right. Shoot. Well, uh, okay. I'll tape a fly. I'll I'll tape a flyer to uh, on Mun's window. Just be like, hey, uh, you missed me. Um, you're, you're <laughs> or, or I guess like I think Adam would be fine if I just showed up at his house, right? If I just like stood in his driveway at a Tuesday at one a.m. Just being like, hey, yeah, I got a guy for you, Adam. So okay, we'll we'll, we'll dad, get the leg working on this. He's one. a dad. You're a dad. Dad to dad. Like, see, I, you just have advice. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah, I'm just, I, and I'm just trying to help another dad too. You know, this is it's, it's one big community. I I'm in the run here, Adam. No, I think you are for not listening to me at hiring. See, see, there we go. You'll be hired by Wednesday. I guarantee it. Let's go. We're we're, we're getting this done. Ah, uh, Jeremy, this is awesome. Um, you are simply the best. I'd love to have you on throughout the season because yeah, the the people want hockey talk, and as well, the season is actually happening. I'm sure they're going to want more of it, and no better guy to talk to than. Mr. Jeremy Dewar of Mun Musings. How can people get on the Mun Musings train, Mr. Dewar? Yeah, yeah. so it's just uh, munmusings.substack.com. Just a Substack newsletter. Uh, a little inconsistent on uh, been rolling out, but hopefully That's as fine. the season gets going, we get into a little bit of a little bit of a mojo going. Um, a little easier to write when I'm not coming off a tailgate from Saturday, right? So <laughs> sure. Uh, so once we get through that, I think it'll be a little bit easier here. Uh, but yeah, that's where you can find me uh, also on Twitter at JD underscore Jerbear. Um, yeah, I'd love to, love to uh, come back anytime you need me, man. I'm, I'm here. Bang. Look at that. And it's not inconsistent. It's just pleasant surprises. You know, it's you never on schedule. It's always on time, though. When people need yeah. musings, they may not know that they need it, but it's in their inbox right when they do. So there we go. Yeah. As my son allows. As my son allows. See? He's, he, runs the, he runs the ship. So. The editor-in-chief. There we go. Yep. <laughs> I hear you there, man. Well, Jeremy, enjoy the rest of your week, man. Happy MSU Hockey opening week. Not just to you, but for all the listeners and viewers as well. You guys are truly the best. We will be back tomorrow. We're going to be talking, uh, yeah, back back to the gridiron. More football. If anything, basketball breaks. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. You know where to keep it. Locked on Spartans, your team of green and white, five days a week. Love you all. Go green.